Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today we have this Tim James. He is known as the health hero, founder of Chemical Free Body, and the host of the podcast, The Health Hero Show. He is passionate about helping everybody ignite to their highest excitement in their life by putting themselves first and their health first and have a chemical free body. We can't wait to talk to him about all this amazing stuff. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks, ladies, for having me on. I'm really excited to share today. Tim, we are so excited to have you on. You kind of hit it all. You talk about sleep patterns. You talk about their immune system. You talk about people like me who are in our forties, who are trying everything we can to lose weight and can't even lose a pound. And we're eating like birds. You talk about (laughs) uh, healing from the inside out. Can you talk about how you got that AKA health hero? Yeah. My goal always when I come on other people's shows is to create some freaking movement, create some inspiration literally inside of people and get them stirred up, but also giving them like tangible, doable, simple tactics that make common sense that they can go home and take action on, apply to their own lives, get first person experience, not just hear about a theory, but actually put that theory into practice and see if it works for them. And if it does, now they can keep that as part of their new lifestyle. And if it doesn't, they can toss it and go to the next thing. And that's the journey that I've been on for 11 years because I basically grew up over in Eastern Oregon on a a small cattle and hay farm. We had Hereford cattle, grass hay. We did some alfalfa hay. I was outside a lot. We had a big, huge garden. Pretty much grew up on the standard American diet. I was up in the woods hunting and fishing all the time, shooting deer and elk and chuckers and pheasants and quail and all this kind of stuff. And I had a lot of fun growing up and everything was great. I played baseball at a high level. We were just talking about your son, Mandy, how he's doing really good. And uh, senior year in college playing baseball. And I was thinking back, it's like, I was just thinking, like, it's like, <laughs> put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. You know, it's like, I just remember that. I freaking love baseball. That was the one thing, like, hunting and fishing and baseball and hanging out with my friends. Those things were the highest excitement. That was my joy and my passion back then. And I couldn't get enough. After baseball practice, me and my buddy would go play long toss to get our arms stronger. We'd go hit the weights or we'd go, you know, take another thousand hacks in the cage until our fingers bled, literally. So that's what I want today. I really want to inspire people to follow their joy, follow their passion, follow that high excitement, that thread, because that is the conduit of imagination, I believe, from the higher mind, you know, the vortex, God, he, she, whatever you want to call it, whatever your your beliefs are, it is a direct connection. And that excitement, man, that excitement, that is, that's the map. I found that that is the map. Whatever excites you the most in life, you, that's what you should do. You should take action on whatever that is, no matter what. So when everybody leaves this podcast today, what I would suggest you do, if you want to, is start following your highest excitement. Here's the map. Follow your highest excitement to the best of your ability with no insistence on a particular outcome. And that second part is key. You can't have an insistence. Like you might have like a dream board or a vision board you put up and you, you have a goal and you, you want to achieve that. The excitement is the most important. It's the thread. That's the thing to pay attention to because you might get going towards that goal and you see something else and that excites you more, but it led you to that. And then you go that way, whatever it is, that's the map. And even though we zigzag around, you're going to end up at the goal much faster because if you try to just achieve a goal, no matter what, it's almost like you're running through tar sometimes. And then you wear yourself out. You're like, Oh, furry bunny. (laughs) Like me. Well, if there's a furry bunny, I think you should go for that bunny. I think you should. (laughs) 
because we think that from A to B is like the shortest path is a straight line, but it's not going to take you all over the place. And guess what? It's going to be fun. You're going to travel more distance. It's going to happen faster and you're going to arrive at your goal much quicker. I love that because I think all of us think in our minds from A to B, because this is what excites me. B is what excites me. And then if we get sidetracked by something else that excites us, we think that we're failing because we didn't finish or go directly to that first one. Really just feeling excited all the time and happy. That's it. Yeah. You want to wake up and feel good. You want to have excitement and joy going. If if you can get that, that frequency going in your life more and more and more and building up the muscle of excitement, that's where you can just start extracting the juice of life. And what you'll see is the synchronicities that start happening in your life are ridiculous. The right people at the right place at the right time and things will start coming to you. And these forms of abundance don't always have to be financial. Unfortunately, on this planet and this time space reality, a lot of people look at money as the only form of abundance. When you look at money as the only form of abundance, you're literally closing and locking all the other doors in which abundance can come to you. Now, money is a valid form of abundance, I believe, in this, again, time-space reality, but it's only one form of abundance. Don't make it the only one because, again, there's many other ways that people could gift you something. Somebody could help you. So I was a redneck, standard American diet, athlete, Fast forward to 37 years old, 42 pounds overweight. I have acid reflux so bad. I'm eating Tums and Rolaids 24-7. I developed a huge patch of eczema on my knee that was cracking and bleeding. Two, two more eczemas on my elbow. A skin issue on my back shoulder. It was like weird. They were squirting like cortisone into it and eating it away. And then it was boop, boop, boop. Three more would pop up around it. And I'm like, God, I hope this doesn't happen to my face. Like this fat bubbling up it was weird. And then it got worse. I started bleeding rectally. So when I pooped, I would bleed for two and a half years. It was a very painful experience for me. That's why my shirt says love when you poop. Because for me, it was a very <laughs> painful process for, for, for quite some time. Oh my God, I freaking love that. I've, uh, I've passed that now. So <laughs> no, anyway. I, I think that's a powerful, very raw, simple message. I mean, because I'll tell you what, there's some people under my roof that dread pooping. Yeah. And I didn't realize how many other people there was. And I've been at this for 11 years now. And guess what? There's a lot of other people that are bleeding rectally out there. We've had a lot of people reach out to us like, dude, I'm like, I got rocks falling out of me. And I'm like, that was me, you know? And it's like, it was a very painful process. Like on a scale of one to 10, one, not very much pain and 10, you know, shoot me. I was about a six or a seven. Every time I'd go number two, followed by blood. And I'd look at it like, God, I hope that goes away. And then I just get dressed and go to work and go coach or whatever I was doing. Like as we've gotten older, that's a problem. We've talked about poop before on another episode. I mean, it is definitely a sign that things are not the way they're supposed to be in your body. I'll give you guys solutions that you can start doing steps and techniques you can do like simple stuff that'll help remedy this situation. Because I've worked with over 600 people personally on a one-on-one private coaching format, now thousands in our group coaching community. So yeah, you know, it works and it's working all over the world. And what you talked about, man, you, you know, like, oh, it's painful when I poop. That's what I call a check body light. It's like telling you, hey, you as an intelligent system, your sensor is going off, sending communication to the controller, which is you. And now you have to change the inputs to the system and the environment so that your goal of waking up and feeling good, being healthy can be accomplished. It's just like a thermostat, right? If it's you want, let's say you want 75 degrees and the temperature is 60. The sensor is going to send the controller and information. Hey, it's 60. And the controller's going to turn on the heater and it goes up until it hits 75. And then the sensor will be like, I'm at 70. It's at 75. Boom. Controller shuts it off. And that's how it keeps it right around 75. We just 
have handed our power over to other people and we haven't learned to take self-responsibility for our health that we're the controller we are the doctor we need to be our own doctor we need to self-heal we need to learn these things and once we do it's very self-empowering and once you heal yourself and you get this new lifestyle you look around man i feel really good and you, you get the satisfaction of knowing you did it yourself and you don't have to live in fear anymore learn how your body works right instead of being confused about it and like oh i i've tried everything well if you've tried everything you haven't, first off, because if you did, you'd be freaking healthy. I mean, Tim, yeah. don't you also agree? I mean, you can eat like shit for pretty much the first 20 years of your life and totally get away with that. Yeah, some people can. And less and less more days now because we're actually de-evolving as a society because of all the pollution and all this stuff. But I'll get into that. So anyway, here I am. I, I got all these health issues and then I'm on a vacation and I was trying Prilosec. Doctors gave me medications. I Half the time yeah. I wouldn't get my prescription, but, you know, you'd see it and it's like, Okay, increased side effects, increased gambling, your left toe goes numb, like you could get lymphoma cancer if you take this. And if you're if you have this or that, it's like, I'm not taking this stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm just not doing it. It's like, this sounds worse than what I have. At least I know what I have. But I was lost. I didn't know I wasn't getting the right information. I was trying everything high fat, low fat, high protein, low protein, low carb, high carb. I was trying all kinds of stuff, five meals a day. And I'd get some results here or there. But it was every year I was gaining two, three, four pounds, more miserable, less energy, mental fatigue. And I stopped working out. I mean, I was just walking the dogs because they couldn't walk themselves. That was yeah. it. That was pretty much my exercise. Now I go on a trip to Peru with my wife and her dad. And we go to northern Peru, just south of Ecuador, a place called Tumbes. Beautiful beach. We're out in the, we're doing a, like a sea fishing trip. And I'm bent over, doubled in pain. They thought I was sick. And I'm like, no, this ain't motion sickness. It got me back. Her dad diagnosed me. He's like, oh, we got to get you to a hospital like now. And we drove down to the airport and we missed the one plane flight out of that town per day. And by half an hour, and I was like, he's like, we can't wait. He goes, you could die. And I was like, what? I literally bent over like at a 90 degree angle in extreme pain. They rented a van and put me on this. We drove down this bumpy ass road down the coastline of Peru for like six hours in the middle of the night. My wife's holding me. and It's like, these are the potholes. Bam, bam, bam. And every pothole that we hit, it was like somebody was punching me and stabbing me in the gut with a knife. I was in so much. So pain. you knew what it was like to be in labor. Yeah. Six hours, six freaking hours of this. And yeah, it probably was six freaking hours of this. And when I got there, exhausted. I mean, I had nothing left. My clothes were soaked. I was so wet that the paper money in my wallet was wet. OK, that's how much I, it was just the worst experience of my life. We finally get there. They put me on an examination table and I look up in the in the light and there's bugs flying around. I'm literally like in a third world. I'm like, whoa, I can't even use my damn health insurance. Uh, I hope I don't die. I'm just like and they're all speaking Spanish a million miles an hour. And I'm just like, Pfft. so they dope me up. He her dad's like calling his hospital because he runs a big hospital. He's a medical doctor and he had him dope me up. They throw me on a commercial plane flight, which you're not supposed to do. Fly me into Peru, into Lima. And I went right off the taxi onto the gurney and bunchies grabbed me and up into surgery and i spent the rest of my vacation recovering and then my wife ended up wheelchairing me back you know into the states through the airports and stuff what was, was wrong with you heel. i had an appendicitis and it, it, okay oh, they got it out right before it exploded like and then they're oh don't worry about the appendicitis no big deal well why is it there in the first place well why don't you just take out your left eye it's no big deal you don't need it it's like we don't need cut off just cut off the arm like we don't need that it's like cut off your gallbladder it's a really silly approach. And we're finding out now that the appendix might be one of the most important organs because it actually regulates and controls gut microbiome. So, which is a huge part of the immune system, the modern view of the immune system. So anyway, 
that let that had taught that experience taught me two things. Number one, I don't ever want to get freaking surgery again if I can put it off. Now, thank God for those doctors. Western medicine shines in these types of situations because it was born out of war. It was born out of crisis care. You get shot in the arm, you get a grenade goes off, you get shrapnel. They'll patch you up and they do a damn good job. And thank God we have them for emergencies, broken arms, accidents. They're heroes. Okay. It's amazing. But for taking care of your chronic issues, fail. Look around, look around. You want to spend the rest. I mean, we're the most medicated and you have all these side effects and pharmaceutical drugs only work on 10% of people without side effects. And they only actually work. So it's like, what are we doing? The other lesson that I learned was that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. So I ruined that trip for not only myself, but my wife and her dad. And her dad had never had a vacation in 30 years at working at that hospital. 30 years. This was his first vacation. Where did he end up? Back at the hospital. I felt bad for him because he was taking care of me. But, you know, I came back and I still didn't know what to do. Then a buddy of mine on my baseball team got cancer, stomach cancer, and he died, left three little boys behind. He did the chemo and surgery and all that stuff. And Calais looked about 80 pounds under his weight on his deathbed, the hospice and the morphine drips and all that stuff. And he didn't, he wasn't even recognizable. He looked like somebody from Auschwitz, like a concentration camp. It was horrible. Everybody listening now knows because cancer's affected pretty much all of us. You either have had it yourself if you're listening or you know somebody that has, that's either has it right now or died. That's just where we're at today. It's insane how many people are getting it. It's like, if we stay on the current trends by the year 2040, 2050, 68 to 72% of people will have cancer, which will be as common as a cold, which, of course, colds have disappeared. And so is the flu because COVID took over and sent them home. But besides that, it's scary. It's really scary what's going on. So, but we can change it. Um, change. Those are some extremely scary numbers that you just said. Yeah. It, here's the deal. It's like there's two camps of people. You're either enlightened or frightened. And unfortunately, most people will not do anything until they have to, until their back's against the wall and they have a gun to head. And then some still won't. A lot of our clients come to us when they're like, they've tried everything and blah, blah, blah. And then, then we get them like, hey, have you heard about detoxing? Have you thought about working on the gut, working on the inside out, doing these different cleanses and detoxes? And, and we work on people's sleep and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, and no, I haven't tried that yet. Like, okay, well, you haven't done everything. Let's try this. So after Clay passed away, leaving three little boys behind from ages six to 17, by the way, no insurance. We did a fundraiser for him. We're all a bunch of grown men crying in church. And then my buddy Charles at age 43, he gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia. So oh. now another one of my friends has got cancer. And I'm like, he's toast. Like my grandma died of brain cancer. My aunt died of melanoma, skin cancer, and lung cancer. That was, both was horrible. And then my buddy Clay died of uh, stomach cancer. And now my buddy Charles has got chronic lymphocytic leukemia. Now I'm like, Shit, Charles was a vegetarian. Like, I'm toast. Like, but I didn't think he was going to live. So he said, Hey, they don't really have anything for me. I found this place in Florida called the Hippocrates Health Institute. They're a, at the time a 61 year old detox and nutrition clinic, the oldest one on the planet. And he's like, I'm going to go there and I want you to go with me and support me if, if you can make it. I'm like, um, I'm in whatever you need. I had no idea what I was getting into. Like, literally, I had no idea. I'm just like, I'm going to help my friend. He just said, Detox, whatever, I'm going. And because yeah. I just figured I'd spend some time with him before he was dead. I mean, literally, I was like, I want to, I didn't think he was going to make it because I mean, look around. We have race for the cure and billions of dollars spent gene research. And all that. We have the best minds. We simply can't figure out this cancer thing. How could this little podunk place in Florida help him? And on the plane flight, he's like, oh, by the way, there's no meat. There's no dairy. There's no salt. There's no sugar. There's nothing cooked over 115 degrees. There's no vinegar. And I'm like, what? Whoa. no meat. What are you talking about? dude?" <laughs> so I'm I'm a little freaked out. And for those listening, I don't want you to shut off and say, I'm just going to be like this vegan, you know, 
you know, cucumber thumper that's going to hit you in the head. Cause you know, I, I see people that do that where they're, they're eating meat one day and then they go plant-based and then two weeks later, they're like, how can you eat meat? You're, you're killing things and you're a bad person. It's like, dude, you were having a hamburger two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> right? So yeah. I'm just telling you where I went, what we ate. This is part of the deal. Okay. And it worked. So day one, I go there. My acid reflux is gone. What do they do? They're putting us on purified restructured water, wheatgrass shots, green juices twice a day. And sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted grains, sprouted beans, avocados, veggies. It was a plant-based healing diet, but more it was like living foods. They were alive, like lots of sprouts. Everything's all about living food. Maybe this time, I don't know, we can talk about biophotons if we do. It's pretty remarkable. Like you say, living foods. like Yeah, things that are actually alive while you eat them. Like a sprout is actually alive. It hasn't been picked two weeks ago and shipped on average 15 to 2,500 miles like most produce. Once you cook it, you kill nutrients like hormones oxygen phytochemicals enzymes these are all required by the body but when you cook it they're dead i mean think about it we are the only species that cooks our food on this planet and we're the sickest right Hmm. wow what's some other living foods nuts seeds grains and beans once they're soaked (laughs) in water are activated and become on average eight times more digestible and their nutrition goes up a hundred to eight hundred percent so you're looking for nutrition it's sprouted everything Everything should be sprouted and you should eat tons of sprouts. And oh, well, there's E. coli and salmonella and I could die. Well, eggs get four and a half, four times more E. coli and salmonella poisonings than, than sprouts do. And why I do sprouts, sprouts get E. coli? Because of the putrid growing conditions. When you take animals like chickens and cows and they concentrate them into an area and they're urinating and defecating in an area, that's where you're born of E. coli and salmonella. Then they take that manure and then they go spread it out in fields and they grow seeds like, let's say, an alfalfa seed, and then they harvest it. That's where you can get that. It's from animal manure. It's not from the plant. If it was growing out in nature, natural, a cow walks by and poops on it. The sun hits it. No big deal. But when you have this tremendous amount of the soup loaded with E. coli and salmonella, so you're looking for like organic, veganic uh, farming. I just make sure that my seeds aren't grown in, in animal manure. And I've never had a problem in 11 years. And I've like literally we had a sprout business. I was growing wheatgrass, sunflower sprouts, and pea sprouts and delivering them to 40, 50 cancer patients a week for five and a half years in the Portland, Vancouver area. Okay. I have a problem just growing houseplants. <laughs> uh, talk to your local grocery store manager and have them start bringing sprouts in. That'd be the first step for someone in your situation. Anna, I got and, then, you. And, then you, and then you can figure it out. You can take classes. Actually, on the Health Hero Show, my podcast, uh, I can't remember right, which I episode it is, but it was like sprouting, how to increase your nutrition up to 800%. I go through probably 90, 95% of how you can grow and how to do it and which ones to start off with. Lentils awesome. and monkeys. Where can our listeners find that? Well, that's at the Health Hero Show. It's on all the major platforms or at our website at chemicalfreebody.com. Awesome. So anyway, back, back to the story. So now we're at the Institute. And the first class was called internal awareness. So this place isn't just a place where you go and they do things to you or they change your food. It's actually 40 hours of education. It's almost like a re-education camp. <laughs> so you have to kind of unlearn all this garbage that society's been teaching us and learn the truth, basically, and how the body works. Well, the first class, internal awareness, three and a half hours, this doctor comes out and he's just jacked. He's got muscles. Dr. Scott Josephson, cool dude. You look him up and he's talking. And I thought he was like 40 years old. He just turned 50 that day. I was like, wow, this guy looks freaking great. And he'd been working at the Institute, I think, about 10 years. And that was kind of the theme there. The people have been working there 10, 20 years. They looked about 10, 20 years younger than the rest of the population. I mean, this nurse that I met was gorgeous, and she was in her 50s. And I thought she was maybe 30-something. I'm like, these people are like the healthiest people I've ever seen in my life. 
ah, and I remember Tony Robbins success leaves clues. Right. So I'm like, I'm taking notes. I'm running around with my notepad trying to debunk this place. How could this little podunk place? I'm very skeptical. I'm pissed because there's no meat. And then my buddy Charles. So we're in this class and this doctor starts talking about your gut and the gut microbiome. And then in an average person, here's a big takeaway for the listeners. The average person, it has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material lining your colon. Think about that. That's a lot. That's the average. And he's explaining it. And he's like, you got to get this stuff out. Kind of freaked me out. But then he was trying to sell us on a colonic or colon hydrotherapy. Like when I heard, first heard about this, I didn't want to do it. I remember. So for those listening, if you don't know what it is, because I didn't, you basically sit on a tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon for about an hour and it cleans your colon. I mean, that's a simple thing. But if you go look it up online, Western medicine and the freaking fear Nazis are going to try to scare you out of it. Like it's going to perforate your colon. And you're going to die because this one person died. Well, what happened was the person actually got a colonoscopy and they nicked the colon and then they went in and got colon hydrotherapy and that's what happened. So it's really simple. You just don't do colon hydrotherapy until after a week after your colon hydrotherapy session. Episode 38 of my show, I actually interviewed Rebecca Harder. She's an ACT1 certified instructor level colon hydrotherapist that's performed over 20,000 colon hydrotherapy. She has a book uh, called Gastro Girl Saving America One Colon at a Time. So she's kind of into it, <laughs> just to give you an idea. And um, she debunks all that stuff on that episode. Oh, that was episode 38 of my show. All right. So I'm looking at Charles going, hey, dude, I came here to help you, but I'm not doing that deal. Okay. But this guy was a genius. And he showed us four virtual colonoscopies, three of unhealthy people and one of somebody that had been on this Hippocrates lifestyle for a few years. And they went inside the colon. And the first one was a female that was 24 years old that had Hashimoto's, a thyroid issue, which is growing like crazy for women today. You know, graves these, all this stuff. And she also had a yeast infection, like thrush. And inside of her colon, guys, it was like yellow and white and just weird looking. I was like, Jesus. And then, boom, then went to a 65-year-old male with colon cancer and uh, parasites. And inside of his colon, it was like tar black. There was some brown in there, which you would expect. It's a waste removal system for poop. But there was like white worms crawling around. And I'm just like, oh, God. And the doctor turns around. He's like, look. He goes, this is not a third world affair. Over 50% of you easily have parasites in your body. And I'm not talking about these pinworms, hookworms, and tapeworms that you can see in these virtual colonoscopies. I'm talking about microscopic parasites that are living in your cells and your fat, your blood. He goes, they're all drinking your drinks, eating your food, and urinating and defecating in you and creating more acid and then laying thousands of eggs. And I'm just like, what? And I'm now I'm like freaked out. Then he goes to a 45 year old female with breast cancer and like Crohn's or colitis. Her gut was jacked up and inside of her tar black, nasty. Then they showed the colonoscopy of the healthy person. And inside there was waste matter there, but the, the cell lining was like was pink and red blood vessels. And, and my point was, is that's when it, it clicked for me. The eternal terrain was completely different. I could see it. I could see the, the healthy versus the unhealthy. And I'm like, based on what I've been eating, I'm in that camp. And that's why I have all these health issues. And that's when I realized, oh, my God, it's an inside game. It's an inside job. I know what to do now. And so what I do, I signed up for colon hydrotherapy. You dropped your drawers. Yep. They weighed me. I did it for an hour. They weighed me again. I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material in one one hour. Holy shit. Whoa. The the record at that time in 2011 was a woman. And they had 600,000 people through the door at that point. One woman had dropped 27 pounds of impacted fecal material in one one hour colon hydrotherapy session. She dropped the weight of a medium sized dog and fell out of her butt. (laughs) 
Like literally, that's how much impacted waste, funk, and gunk and junk that was in here. Oh my god, a medium sized. So dog I'm just like, I'm butt. just like, oh my god. Even if you had a half a pound of that garbage in there, don't you want to get it out? Yeah. Yes. So what this means is, is that you're like a, a machine. You're a system. Your body's a system, just like a car or a tractor. So if your tractor or your car is not running right, you have these check engine lights on. Yeah. You don't just keep driving the car. Your repair bill is going to be uh, more. It's going to end up like the car out in front of my driveway that is being picked up. It's a BMW that they're giving me $200 for because my daughter blew the engine because she didn't put oil in the system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we, But nobody gave us an owner's manual for the body. But when you have check body lights, these are like you're overweight. You have low energy like I did. You have skin issues like I did. You have gut issues like I did. You have cancer. You have fibromyalgia. You have Hashimoto's. You have Graves' disease. You have colitis, Crohn's, diverticulitis, diver all these things. Like you struggle to get through the day. You have mental fog. All these things are check body lights. And your system is clearly alerting you that you need to be an intelligent system. Your, your controller needs to change the environment and the inputs. That's it. Man. Very simple. But we ignore it. Oh, I'm too busy. I'm going to go to the doctor. Give me a pill. I got to get back to work. And, blah, blah. and you don't change nothing. And guess what? Down that rabbit hole, that spiraling hole you go into and where everybody's at. 80% of us are overweight, obese, morbidly yep. obese. 38% of our children are obese. We're de-evolving as a species. Our society is crumbling. Most people can't even run around a track once without huffing and puffing and falling over. So here I am in this place. I can't believe what's happening to me. And I went through these detox symptoms. I had night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue as heavy metals were exiting the body, but I didn't have it as bad as other people. Some people had rashes breaking out. People had parasites crawling out of their pores. One lady at lunch had a parasite crawling out of her eye. I mean, we saw some crazy oh, stuff. And God. what was going on? We were changing the internal terrain. Okay. We, we got all that funk and gunk. That was all acid-based stuff. So we want to have a very alkaline, high oxygen environment. I've been hearing a lot about this alkaline. Yeah. And most of the standard American diet and the stress and all the crap we're dealing with, we're a very high acid, low oxygen, perfect breeding ground for viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, mutagens. These cancers love it. In fact, cancer is anaerobic. It cannot live in an oxygenated environment. That was that we've, we've known that since the twenties, like yeah. the freaking twenties. I think it was Dr. Otto Warburg that, came up with that you know nobel prize nominee or whatever we know cancer cannot live in an oxygen environment so why wouldn't we do everything we freaking can to oxygenate ourselves that's what they do at the institute so they give us the education they gave us the food all the stuff and we just started participating we changed charles and i changed our environment and we started yeah. changing how we thought we got educated and it was like a boot camp basically and yeah. um on day five i woke up and i felt like i looked at charles i'm like dude do you feel as good as I do? I said, my arms are tingling with energy. My mental clarity. I've lost 11 pounds in the first seven days. I feel freaking amazing. Like, dude, you're going to heal from cancer. I know it. He's like, I feel great too. And we came back home. We just implemented the lifestyle. We started, I got a juicer. We started juicing. I started growing wheatgrass, all this stuff. And I said, I'm going to even give up all meat except for bacon. And I'm going to do this plant-based deal with you. Within 60 days, I lost 42 pounds. The eczema on both of my elbows was gone. The fat deal on my back shoulder gone. Eight months later, the huge patch of eczema on my knee was gone. My ribs, I, it was just like, my energy was back. I'm back, baby. Nobody was paying attention to me right when I got back. But 60 days later, my friends would see me and they're like, like, it was like so shocking. I couldn't even wear my suits anymore. I was putting on a suit and tie as a financial advisor at the time. My wife's like, you're not going to go out in public like that, are you? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you look like an idiot. You look like that suit's like, three sizes too big for you. I'm like, well, God, it's all I got, you know? So I had to start getting new suits. So 
word of caution, ladies and men, you're going to probably have to get new clothes when you do this. But if you do it, you want to make sure that those clothes are natural fibers. Do not ever buy synthetics. There's a book called Killer Clothes. These synthetic clothings, especially for like bras. And I've Nylon heard about cannabis, this. These are recently. off-gassing estrogen mimicking chemicals that are disrupting your hormones. They lead to breast cancer, prostate cancer, ovarian cysts, uterine cysts, all this stuff. Holy shit. The yeah. clothes? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. the synthetic sweaters that are like made of like synthetic yarn. You've got yeah. all of those microfiber kind of. After, oh my God, 1, I think I never knew washes, after 1,000 washes, they're still off-gassing 97% of these estrogen-mimicking chemicals. Nylon, polyester, microfiber, lycra, all the, and lycra bras, these things are made from crude oil, and it takes like 3,000 chemicals to make them. And the people that live around these chemical manufacturing plants are very sick. There's a lot of complaining going on. Okay, hold, hold on, though. But then we're talking, we got to redo our fucking furniture, too, right? Well, it's scary in the beginning because you can get overwhelmed. Don't get overwhelmed. Yeah, just, spread. yeah think about it. It's your environment, right? You take 20,000 breaths a day. Think about that. That's a major input to your body. What's yeah. the quality of your air? That's a really good question to ask. Yeah. You know that if you're in an energy efficient home, that's like a chemical coffin. Because of epigenetics, now you're actually creating something within your DNA that can be then passed down genetically. Yeah. So you want to change your genes and how they express themselves, change the environment. And then the genes change immediately. There it is. Like lickety yeah. split. You talked about epigenetics. That's Bruce Lipton's work. Yeah. yeah. All this stuff is going on. And then I'm, I'm like freaking feeling amazing. And within two and a half years, all in the lifestyle, my buddy Charles's white blood cell counts back to normal. He's cancer free. No chemo, no radiation, no surgery. What? And I saw this happen right in front of my face. And then wow. I'm telling Charles a story to my friends. They start referring people to me before too long. I've got. Tuesdays and Wednesday nights, I'm teaching classes at my home. After I get home, I had over 5,500 people to my home for these detox, nutrition, juicing, living raw food classes. And I became a Was chef. Was your wife like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> well, yeah, in the beginning, she's like, you're crazy. You can do what you want. But then my transformation was so, I mean, you can't deny it. It was just like, I went from yeah. Was yeah. Like 60 days yeah. and then I just kept getting healthier and healthier. And seven months into it, the juicer went on by itself. And I was like, What's going on? I went in there and it was like, she was, she was making juice. She was making juice. And then she joined me and I, I, I played the movie Food Inc. And then after she saw Food Inc., she said, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat animals anymore. Oh my God. That's, and I was like, whoa. It, so that was cool. So education documentaries are good. Here's one thing though. If you start making changes for yourself, don't go push your shit on other people. Just do it and keep yeah. it quiet. Or if you go talk to your wife or your husband, say, look, this is what I'm going to do. You don't have to make anything different. You don't have to do any changes, but exactly. I want you to support me. And, and that's yeah. the best way to do it. But don't push your stuff on somebody else because yeah. then they'll defend. If you really want them to change, you be the change. You lead right. by results. Because if you become like this super health Nazi, you're going to turn everybody off because I went through that phase. You don't want to okay, do, so do be that do person that changes and then starts bashing other people because they haven't changed. Oh yeah. We're, we're big on sharing that message. Do I need to go check myself into this place and do a five day thing? Or is this something I can do in my own home? Well, it depends. You know, you, you, if you go, to, I recommend everybody go to Hippocrates. I recommend everybody go, but you know, it's, it's not cheap and it's self-pay, right? So Wait, you know, didn't like, Dr. Ross Carter work there. Mandy? I don't know. I don't know. They had a lot like of he did. He does stem cells. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in stem that. cell regeneration. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. There's I've I really got into it for a while. I'm just a little worried about like the aborted fetuses and that thing being like a, a bad thing. I know you can, you know, it could be it's like stem cells are powerful stuff. 
they're doing it out of the umbilical cord. They're doing fetal deals and they're also using your own stem cells. I'm really concerned about putting somebody else's stuff in my body because I know that the amount of chemicals and here's, here's why, you know, when I got back, I was doing this lifestyle. I looked up these three words. So when you guys are done listening to the show, check it out. Umbilical cord chemical, umbilical cord chemical. Now what you're going to see if you type those into your browser is the studies going back to 2005, same ones that I saw like 19 years ago. It shows that every single young mother and child being born today, they test the umbilical cord blood, the serum, and they find they're looking for 400 toxic chemicals. They found 71%, 250 of what they're looking for, and 180 cause cancer in humans. 212 cause developmental and brain disorders in humans. And we're born polluted. That's when I sat back in my chair and I was like, oh my God. And it gets even worse because testing blood serum is one thing. The muscle tissue and the fat tissue have 500 to 1,000 times higher concentrations than what's tested in the blood because it's bioaccumulated in that tissue. Yeah, we are so polluted today with these microscopic yeah. noceum toxins that are driving down your immune system. They're dr- it's a drag, and, it's, it's, and you can't see it, and that's the problem. It's kind of like me. I yeah. couldn't see what was going on inside of my gut until I saw those virtual colonoscopies. I'm like, oh, I see it now. Well, it's the same thing on the cellular level. These toxins, you can't see them. And all I can tell you is when you get rid of them, get ready to fly. Hey, Sense of Soul listeners. Sorry for the interruption, but we have some exciting news to share. Shanna and I have decided to offer an affiliates page on our website to our guests that we have had on. Then it makes it easy for you, our listeners, to find programs and professionals that align with you. Yes, it's so easy. Just go to our website, mysenseofsoul.com, and on our homepage, click the Network of Lightworkers Affiliates. Then scroll and simply click on your favorite guest. From there, use the code under the guest that they have made particular to them and sign up or simply tell them that Sense of Soul has sent you. We have been so excited to announce our new ongoing partnerships with some of our amazing guests. Sense of Soul, Shannon and I will earn a commission for our endorsement and recommendation to their product or their service from this affiliates page. Your purchase will help support Sense of Soul in our purpose, bringing amazing episodes twice a week to our listeners all around the world. We want to take this opportunity to thank you, our participating affiliates and listeners for your support. Oh, and don't forget that we have a Patreon. Patreon is a platform where we have special exclusive content for Patreon members. Just download the free Patreon app and search Sense of Soul. Then pick your tier that resonates best with you. Unlocking exclusive content like Mandy and I's exclusive mini series only on Patreon, our monthly Sense of Soul Sacred Circles. Patreon also has exclusive merch. We have polls on fun topics, bloopers, workshops, and even early releases of episodes. It is also an amazing way to build our community and interact intimately with our listeners. Check it out. We love and appreciate you all so much. Now back to our amazing guest. Because wow. you, are, you, you have a burden on you on a cellular level. You have no idea what it's, how mad it's dragging you down. And when I started detoxing, and I've been detoxing for 11 years, um, it takes layers and layers and layers and layers. So it has to become a lifestyle. Because yeah. your body's going to you push stuff out, push stuff out. can't just be a quick fix diet. It's not just a cleanse diet and you're, no. and you're good. No. You know, because those are the only kind I've ever done. 
you know, I need to get in this dress. So I got to do something hardcore for two weeks. I'm picturing it kind of like, like me, you know, you, you go into rehab for addiction and alcoholism. I detoxed there for 30 days and it's become a lifestyle for 11 years for me. And I have to work it every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's really cool because once you get the system in place, it's just, you just, I like being healthy for me now is like falling off a log. It's so easy. But in the beginning, it was difficult because it was different. There was changes. I had to develop yeah. new patterns. But once I got these patterns down, then I'm, I'm looking around. What else do I not know? And then I'm right. like, oh, and I find this. I try it out. I'm like, oh, that works. I'll keep it. Try that. No, it didn't work. I won't. And I just for 11 years, that's all I've been doing is like, how healthy can I get? How much energy can I get? How healthy can I feel? How young can I look? How long can I live? And more importantly, how can I share that with other people so they can do the same thing? How has it improved you emotionally? Well, first off, at the HIT Institute, it was the first time in my life I was looking around. I, after, I, you know, after two weeks of being there, I was just like, wow, there's something more to life. And that was the beginning of my spiritual practice. And it wasn't until 2018 because I was so entrenched in society and, the, you know, got to do these things to be a man. You know, growing up Eastern Oregon was like growing up in the 50s, very repressed uh, yeah. emotionally. It wasn't until 2018 that my spiritual practice finally started taking uh, hold. And now it's like it's the most important thing to me. Awesome. So for me, you have to understand is like this vehicle that we've been giving is a gift for us to come down here to express ourselves, to grow and contribute and experience what excites us the most. And we're all connected. So it's really important that we're all doing what brings us the most joy. By doing this, I, what I've realized is when you learn how to take care of your body and you start doing that self-care, everything else in your life gets better. Like yeah. your relationship with self, you start loving yourself and then you have your relationship with other people gets better. Yeah, It has to. Your career yeah. will get better or you'll change. You might, oh, I hate my job. 74% of people go to work for a paycheck. They don't even like their job. Okay, yeah. well, that's okay. There's a lot of contrast. They're letting you know you don't want to do that. You want to do something else. That's great. But enjoy that job that you currently have until you figure something else out. Why? Because you're a part of that job too. If you're like, this job sucks. And, ah, well, you're a part of it. You're going to drag down your frequency. But you can say, you know what? I don't really, that, that job gives me a lot of contrast. I don't really want to do that for the rest of my life. What do I really want to do and get excited and start something else? But I really appreciate the job because it's providing an income and it allows me to feed myself and my family and go do this and that right now. So I'm going to really appreciate that and get excited about the current job that I'm in because of what it's giving me right now. And because I'm part of that process itself and I don't want to drag down my frequency with that because that'll drag down my frequency with my relationships, with my career, my fine. It drags everything else down because we're all connected. That's why for me, I found spirituality through boosting my immune system, cleaning up my body, becoming lighter. And that was a thing that I heard a long time ago. If you want enlightenment, just lighten up. Lighten up on yourself and lighten your body. And all these things will bring you closer to that spiritual path. And it, it, that's how it's worked for me. So I found spirituality through my health by gaining and reclaiming my health. And, and I just want to share that with other people because it's like, it's so cool. There's like so much more to life to experience that I didn't even know rather than just like, okay, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl and have some chicken wings. And it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, now I'm going to go, I'm going to go work out at the gym or whatever, or I'm going to go do this and I got to go buy presents and it's Easter and we're going to celebrate Jesus Christ somehow by rabbits and, and boiled candy. Eggs. And yeah. a bunch and, of candy, a bunch of jelly beans. High fructose, <laughs> or it's Valentine's Day now. And then I'm going to, you know, the kids are handing out high fructose corn syrup, which is like they're ingesting formaldehyde. It oh, just, my God. How is it that humans live longer these days than artificially? <laughs> well, 
We're not actually. We're not living. Oh. And the quality of life is terrible. You look at actuary statistics. So, like, say back in the 1700s, people were actually living longer, but it's thrown oh. off because of. So, what happens is like somebody oh, will live 100 years old, right? Yeah. But then there would be a young mother and a baby that would die at birth. So, that young yeah. baby yeah. would be at zero. And then you have the 100 year old, and the average age is 50. The statistics are skewed because of the prenatal care and that kind of stuff and C-section. And, and probably the population. But this is actually, <laughs> right now, it's, it's flipped, actually. So now the statistics are actually showing that the generations that are alive today are actually not going to live as long as their parents. Well, I was going to say, my dad died at 65, 64 from heart issues. And, you know, what else amazes me is that your mental health, just based on some of the things like having kidney issues or having infections in your body, you know, affecting your mental state. That just shocked me. I didn't realize that some of those infections within your organs could actually cause you to have like bipolar or schizophrenia. I've learned a lot working with lots of people. Like I'll give you two examples. Number one, there was this one gal and she was a mortgage gal. Husband was a real estate agent. Awesome people. Awesome. I mean, the best. And she was just miserable. So she she was like looking for anything. So she learned all the stuff. We taught her everything. This was like in the beginning before I even know what I was doing. I was just, you know, follow my excitement. And she pretty much did everything. She was eating healthy, packing her food, growing sprouts, sawning, doing all these things. And she just couldn't quite heal. And finally, I, I talked to her and I knew because she was kind of a small gown. She, she had huge boobs. So I was like, she has breast implants. I know it. So I did some research and I found this gal named Dr. Susan Kolb. And she has a book, ladies, called The Naked Truth About Breast Implants. Everybody needs to read that. If you're thinking about getting them, don't. But read the book first. If you have them, read the book. You got to get them out. So think about it. When you put a breast implant in your body, that's like a sliver going into your hand. What's your body going to do? It's going to create an infection and push the sliver out, but you can't push out this foreign object in your body. So it creates a 24 systemic or internal infection that your body has to deal with. And eventually the silicon, a lot of them break and leak and get into the lymph system. So I gave that book to Carolyn and she ended up going to Atlanta, consulting, went there, got the operation. And it's quite lengthy. It takes like six months to a year afterwards to completely recover. But that's what happened. And the, the silicone implants were leaking. They had to take out part of her lymph system. And now after that, she's doing great. Like, but she had something internal that society's like, oh, it's no big deal or whatever. Nobody's even talking to her about it. another lady had a bladder sling put in. And two weeks after it was put in, the doctor said, oh, yeah, we discontinued those because they're having problems. Thanks a lot. She couldn't sleep more than 15 minutes at a time. She, you should have seen this. Lady. She was like so exhausted. She just couldn't get sleep. And I was like, you have to get sleep. It's number three on the chain. You have air to breathe, water to drink, and sleep is number three because without it, you're dead in 11 days. I said, you need to get into hyperbaric. And the hyperbaric pretty much saved her life. But I told her, you've got to get that bladder sling out. And she's like, oh, the doctors. I said, keep talking to more doctors. More doctors never stop until you find a doctor that'll remove it. And then she called me up. She's like, Tim, I found a doctor that removes them all the time. After all the after, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. She kept getting no, 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 no. And this one doctor's like, oh, yeah, I do it all the time. It's very successful. So she gets it out. She's in recovery. ICU, I think right after she goes in the recovery room right after her surgery. And she called me up before she talked to anybody. She's like, Tim, I got the bladder sling out. I already feel better. I already feel better. And she completely healed. She completely healed. Same thing goes for root canals. If you have a root canal, the dentist is going to be like, well, I got some good news and bad news. What do you want to hear? Oh, what's the bad news? Well, the bad news is, is you know, we probably have to remove your tooth. But the good news is, is I can save the tooth and do a root canal. Which do you want to do? Do you want us to pull the tooth or do you want us to save it? 
save my tooth, doc. Okay, we'll do that. They do it very quickly. It's highly profitable. Root canal. You now have a permanent systemic infection. And you're like, but my tooth doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I don't have any infection. Yeah, right. Pull that root canal and see what happens. I've had people doing this for 11 years. Every root canal, they send me pictures. It's infected, even if you can't feel it. Every root canal is infected because you have these things called dental tubules. And they're like these little caves that are in your teeth. And they're very tiny. And the front teeth have two to three miles of tubes. The back teeth have eight to nine miles because they're bigger. And these bacterium can stack six wide in these tubules. So what you do is you put that root canal in. And a lot of times you do mercury and weird shit. And eventually the tubes fill up with bacteria. And then they start pouring into your lymphatic system. You have a 24-7 infection. So when somebody goes to the Hippocrates Health Institute and they have breast cancer as an example, one of the first questions they're going to ask them is, do you have a root canal? And if they say yes, these people might have just flown 2,500 miles to come there and they're like, go down to the dentist. They send them down to the dentist, get the tooth pulled. And he said not once, not twice, but hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times over the last 65 years, they get on the lifestyle. Uh, we talk about the institute, juices, all that stuff. They get the tooth pulled, cancer goes away. Because when you have a 24 systemic infection, an internal infection, your immune system has to deal with it. And your immune system it's the Navy, the Army, the Marines, you know, the white blood cells, the T cells, the B cells, the grandocytes. It's a business, and there's only so many of the troops. And if the troops are over dealing with your 24-7 infection from your root canals or your bladder sling or your breast implants, what's it not working on? The cancer, the other stuff that it needs to be doing on. So by removing that burden, taking the sliver out of your hand, the body has a chance to heal itself. It's just that simple. So I've learned so many things uh, in this journey over the last years from people and our clients, we've been able to now share with other people yeah. to get them moving towards healing. And it's all common sense when you think about it, but nobody's really talking about this. So stuff. then what do I, I have to know? What do they do once you get the root canal out? Do you just, you will, depending on where it's at, you can leave it open if you want. Some of the downsides to that is the teeth can shift a little bit. You can also get um, a bridge put in, or right. you can get an implant put in, but you need to do your homework because sometimes they can put those implants in and, and do it wrong. They're what are really you seeing it. as far as a lot of girls are putting in morenas, copper birth control? Yeah. It's like what other uh, species in nature is taking birth control? Yeah. You know, I have a sure, which are nickel like coils. I got my fallopian tubes. They talked me into it. They're like, it'll be awesome. You know, you'll you will never be able to get pregnant. The scar tissue just forms around the coils and you don't have, to, it's an in office thing. You don't have to, you know, go through surgery. So I did it and literally I must have a nickel allergy or something because my legs ever since have had rashes. I've yeah. been diagnosed with all kinds of stuff since then. Yeah. I would recommend you get them removed because yeah. the reality is, is the body has been developed over millions of years you're trying to manipulate nature. If I was you, you can do whatever you want to. I'm not judging or anything, but what I would do is I would get them out yeah. and I'd be working on a serious heavy metal detox. We have a product called Toxin Detox. I'd be having you take that. I'd have you take our greens formula, the Green 85. I'd do the gut detox as well to keep the pathway of elimination cleaned out. I'd have you get an infrared sauna and be taking a sauna daily. Um, I have a special sauna that I could share with you that will, it's like broken natural law. So it's like six to nine times more detox uh, capabilities than any other sauna out there because it can raise your core temperature higher and yeah. shrink protocol. they have to pull out like my entire fallopian tubes it's not like they can just take out the device so i have to go through like a full hysterectomy 
Yeah. But, which is then yeah. another, another issue, which is then there's, you're going to have to be on uh, hormone stuff. I have, I interviewed Dr. Elizabeth Plords on, she has a book, um, everything about hysterectomies and over removal. And oh, cool. um, it's really important. So you'd have to have a game plan because afterwards um, hormones are a really big issue. We were talking about microplastics earlier. I mean, 1500 miles into the interior and these pristine lakes are finding the two and two and a half inch fish have both male and female organs. Now they're turning into hermaphrodites. Why? Because the high amount of estrogen mimickers from plastics is so concentrated in our water today. And people are like, well, how could that be? I mean, look at billions of plastic bottles. If you're drinking out of plastic, oh, it's BPA free. Well, they have BPB, BPC, BPD, BPE, FGHAJK, elemental P. It doesn't matter. You're drinking out of plastic. You're getting a xenotoxin. You're just getting a different one that hasn't been banned. That's so fucking disturbing. No, it's easy. Just drink out of glass. It's simple or stainless steel. Okay. So I'm going to ask you really, it might be a stupid question. So a a lot of these generations are having like these um, issues with identifying if they're male or female. Does that have to do with like hormones are being fucked up? And so it's making absolutely absolutely. It's it's, it's same as the fish and the amphibians. This is happening in all creeks, rivers. And look at, look around, like how much ovarian system, uterine system, breast cancer is happening for women and and men, prostate cancer. Well, I think all of these are, are caused by a lot of these estrogen mimickers coming from any product that comes from crude oil and plastic comes from crude oil. Right. So we're we're, we're breathing this stuff in. You put a Lycra bra on your breast. It's off gassing 24 seven in the breast and holding the breast, the breast. I did some research on this and um, you know, cause it was a fun topic and (laughs) for a guy. And anyway, bras were only invented like in the late 1800s. They haven't been around that long. And why why it's just it was just like some designer thing selling us something i was told to even wear my bra to sleep because i do have bigger breasts and so that would help me to never like sag and it did work no it doesn't no i mean it did for i mean i've had i've even breastfed four kids so the point is it wasn't the bra that helped you because here's the deal you have ligaments and tendons and stuff in the breast okay and if you put them in a bra it's like putting your arm in a sling. And if and you don't use like, your arm, it's going to atrophy. So I mean, gravity, must, though, when some, they're so heavy. You must have some genetically super breasts then. because I She does. I, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually weaken them. So they would have been stronger, but they're still probably good from what you're telling me. So the okay. point is, is like, ladies, the breasts are supposed to move. They're part of the lymphatic system. So it's what about lymph- like the underwear that's on men's balls all the time? Is Same that screwing thing. up? Same thing. Estrogen mimickers. So the breast, let's finish the breast. Okay. And then we'll talk about the balls. All right. So the it. breasts are supposed to move. Your lymphatic system is a garbage removal system. And moreover today, we have to move the lymph. The lymph works on movement, water, and oxygen. So you have to pump your lymph. That's why moving and exercise is a, it's a detoxification deal that you're doing. Sweating. Mm-hmm. Okay pushing the toxins out and burn your bras, but don't breathe it. And then if you're putting on certain deodorants, <laughs> antiperspirants, you're blocking the detoxification deal. And then larger yeah. the breast and the bigger, put a wire underneath it. Think about it. Your breasts are being off gassed, these estrogen mimickers. And it's like, it's just going to up cancer. Are uh, you serious? No. You want us to go around with no bras and deodorant, no deodorant. Well, I use a crystal mineral salt type stuff yeah. and it just kills bacteria for deodorant. But once you get you clean, like like, I don't stink that much anymore. Like I used to, I used to stink. Bad. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Cause you're, you are what you eat. Right. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was eating too much meat back then. So what happens to meat when an animal dies, the bacteria in the meat start breaking down, the meat starts uh, decomposing. 
So when you're eating animal flesh, especially too much of it, you're actually eating it. It's decomposing flesh. So it decomposes, it goes into your stomach and you're breaking it down and everything and everything. But then what happens is it's the fat in the meat that transports these bacteria through your entire blood system, your cardiovascular system. And it causes something called endotoxemia, which what ends up happening is for about four to six hours, your blood gets all weird and thick and, and then it clears up, but then it's dinner, lunchtime and you do it again. So you're in this constant state of inflammation on your blood because of the bacteria that are in the meat from the decomposing flesh. That's why the people that live the longest, the centurions and stuff like that, they eat 80% plant-based or greater. That's, so that's, what about cell phones? Because we also throw our cell phones in our pockets and our bras under yeah, our Yeah, I've seen people that women that have a bra thing where they have a I cell phone it. and that's right where the tumor is. That same gal, Dr. Elizabeth Flores, have a, they have a company called bestemfproducts.com. And mm -hmm. you can buy harmonizers. I have the harmonizers on my laptops. I have them. If you see them, they're on my mouse. Oh, yeah. She's one of the few people I've had on twice. I had her once on for the hysterectomies. And I had her once on for the EMFs because she's highly sensitive to EMFs. And if a cell phone gets next to her and she doesn't have her uh, harmonizers on, it's like somebody stabbing her with a knife. Right. Okay. Now I have another question. I have kind of a twisted mind, but what about like, you know, I mean, let's get real. Women use vibrators. They have batteries in them or they're plugged into a fucking wall. Like that can't be good for you. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to get into that one, except that, you know, maybe you should use glass, right? Or something like that. Mm -hmm. And maybe just get into your heart space more. And maybe you're trying to use that because you're distracted or because your body's not working well enough. I mean, we we Boom. have good answer, Tim. Good answer. Yeah. I mean, it's my whole thing is like back to nature because people forget. They think, oh, I live in nature. I live with nature. No, you're freaking nature. You are an you expression are nature. of nature. What's your body made of? Water. Where do you find that at? Nature the gut microbiome, many of the same bacteria in your gut are in the soil microbiome nature. And when you die, if somebody cremates you, what's left? Bunch of minerals. Where do you get that? It's in the soil nature. We're nature. Okay. Get over it. We're not that special. We have the same Well, We are a very special actually, but we have the same amount of genes as a, as a worm. Mm -hmm. The genome project showed us that at the end of 2003, we have about 20,000 genes, about the same as an earthworm. Mm -hmm. What makes us special. It's not the amount of genes. It's the interconnections between the genes. That's what makes us special, if you want to call it that. Okay, so laptops, as an example. If you're putting a laptop on your lap, whether you're a boy or a girl, you know, back in the day, very few men had testicular cancer and women had ovarian cancer. But guess what? Uterine cancer. Now, even teenagers are getting it. Why? Because they're putting laptops on their lap. And this is a very high hormonal area, and you're zapping it. So if you're putting laptops next to your balls, or if you're putting even cotton, but it was, it was not organic cotton, that's the second most highly sprayed crop in the world. So it's tons of pesticides and fungicides are off-gassing into your ball sack. And synthetics are going to off-gas these estrogen mimickers. So for guys, if you want to really be a man, you would want to avoid wearing synthetic clothing. You really would. Just wear natural clothing. But for the bra thing, maybe find some organic, natural-type bras. I would mm -hmm. wear bras least amount of possible. There was actually weird studies done when they, like 35% of women, when interviewed, said why they wear their bras at night was because in case my husband wakes up, he looks over and he sees my boobs are perky. I'm telling you right now, number one, wearing a bra atrophies the breast. It's going to make them sag more. And if you're with a guy that all he cares about is your perky boobs, you need to come together and have a conversation with him. But if it doesn't work, you need to go get somebody else or just be by <laughs> yourself. You know what's interesting is I have a shirt that was made with plastic bottles 
Sounds good. It's all recycled and all that stuff. Right. Exactly. Okay. So Tim, is this lifestyle expensive? You know, like that's where we go because we're lazy. I mean, we're talking organic going into the grocery stores, which I don't even know what's organic anymore because I don't trust shit. You know, how, how can you live this lifestyle? Like, do you have to use um, chemical free shampoos, conditioners, soaps, lotions, makeup? Yeah. So as you, as you buy new stuff, you're going to find different stuff. One of the things we do in our group coaching community is we do that. I do a topic every week and then people come and ask their questions, live Q and a, we give them all the stuff here. Like here's the toilet paper. I wipe my butt with here's the grounding mat. Here's the shampoos. Here's the conditioners. Here's the makeup. Here's the face cream. We have all that. And we, so we just share with them all the stuff we've geeked out on. So instead of buying this, you buy that. And it's really simple and actually being healthy. You actually eat lower on the food chain. It's actually less expensive. And once you get the digestive tract cleaned up, you start flooding the body with real nutrition. You can't eat as much. It's impossible. Your cells are getting what they need and they'll send signals to you. You're like, it's not that hungry. No, I used to eat like Garfield. I used to eat everything. I don't even eat that much food anymore, but I maintain my muscle weight. I feel good. I'm almost 50. I'll be 49 in a couple months. And I feel like I'm 18. I'm running around trail running. I'm with, uh, my son's like, let's go surfing. I'm like, let's do it. I've never done it before. I got up half the time. I had a great time. I'm like, I'm going to get me a surfing board and, and, and do this kind of stuff. I can do that kind of stuff. And if there's an emergency, I can throw you over my shoulder and take you out of the burning house and save you if I need to or save people. If you can't save yourself, you can't help other people. That's why it's like it really has to go inside. We really need to start having people put themselves first, start loving themselves because if you want to set a good example for your children, be the example, right? Yeah. They're monkey see, monkey do. Mama bear shows baby bear what to do in the woods. Hey, go over here and dig in this rotten log. There's some grubs if you're hungry. In the fall, we'll eat salmon. If you see a big male bear, run. Teach the kids the basics. They're watching everything you do. It should be because you want to be skinny. You know what I mean? It should be because you want to be healthy. Yeah. The whole weight thing, it's a byproduct of the bad inputs and a poor lifestyle and poor programming. Once yeah. you get healthy from the inside out, the weight will regulate. Some people need to so gain some weight. Some people need to lose some weight. That stuff right. will take care of itself. If you take care of your gut and you learn how to take care of yourself. Yeah. The one consistent thing I hear is the kid, the weight won't go off. Women at this age, 40, like you said, we're all diagnosed with fibromyalgia and thyroid. That was me and mm-hmm. Shanna. So you're saying it starts with that detoxing. That's step one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, number one is like making your health a priority. That's number one. And the only reason you don't have good health right now is because your health is not a priority. You have not prioritized health. As soon as you prioritize health, it will start falling into place. Can I challenge that? that? Because I think that people think they're prioritizing their health, but they're following the scams that are going on out there. So they think Mm -hmm. they are and they've committed to it. But what they're doing is is bullshit. Well, that's what they have to do is they have to continue to be an intelligent system. Use the sensor. See if what they're doing is working or not. If it does, continue doing more of it. If it doesn't, change. You have to get results. And all the weight gain that happened during COVID, they're going to start targeting us like crazy on advertisement, commercials, social media, and all these new weight loss programs are coming out. And so people, you know, listeners, be very careful about what you follow. Because I'm sure, Tim, you see some that probably infuriate you because you're like, no, that's going to fuck them up even more. Well, Old Tim, yes. Now I'm just like, oh, there's more contrast over there. What we do is we just, we don't spend a lot of time on the negative stuff. I just, here's what's going on. Solution, 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 solution. Love it. Like Hippocrates, those people that Hippocrates said, people are either enlightened or frightened. I'd prefer if you weren't in the frightened camp, let's go to the enlightened thing. Let's get ahead of the curve. Look around. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out we're off course. We need to course correct one by one. How do people get good living 
foods. I know you had mentioned one of your episodes, but like, I don't even trust the foods in our grocery stores are even organic. Well, you- yeah. So the organic label has been jeopardized. So when you're looking at the PLU sticker or price lookup sticker, you should buy a nine that's organic, but they've okay. slipped 150 chemicals in that one, but it's not as bad as the ones grown with the four. Those are conventionally grown pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, and then chemical fertilizers. And actually they use biosolids. That's a new fancy name for um, human shit that's been processed through uh, waste treatment plants. And they sell it to poor farmers as a cheap fertilizer alternative it's called biosolids so they're spraying our crops with our own crap literally and it's not so that, that poop is bad like if you pooped out in the woods and again the bugs and the sunshine hit it disinfected it just recycles that's what it's supposed to do but when it goes into that chemical soup and everybody's taking pharmaceutical drugs and there's over 60,000 chemicals in that in those biosolids that goes out into our crops or if it starts with the number three on that plu sticker that means it was uh, genetically modified which means they've disrupted the internal metabolism of the plant. So the glutathione it was making, it switches over and starts making formaldehyde, which is an embalming fluid for corpses. So that's why older people today, some of the morticians are saying that they're kind of already embalmed from the off-gassing of the formaldehyde from carpets in the house. And I oh believe my the, God. the genetically modified foods. So again, that's why it's really important to get your air right. And if you're wearing carpets or you have carpets, eventually you want to get them things out of there nasty anyway, unless it's a natural fiber carpet. So anyway, fresh foods. Sprouts, start sprouting yourself, buy sprouts, go to your grocery store, have your produce manager, start bringing in sprouts and buy them. Bean sprouts, lentil sprouts, alfalfa, radish, red clover, sunflower sprouts, pea sprouts, start sprouting, go to your local farmer's markets, make relationships with your local farmers, buy their their squash and all their vegetables and stuff and make sure they're not using chemical farming. There's an app called Happy Cow. You can, anywhere you go in the world, you can find fresh plant-based foods and stuff like that in farmer's markets. It's a good app and juice bars and stuff like that. So eat lower on the food chain, put yourself first, make yourself a priority, plug into somebody that has a system that that makes sense to you, that resonates with you and try it out. If it works for you, keep it. And what doesn't work, don't. And keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Where can everybody find your podcast, your program? You have vitamins, you have supplements. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So best place to find us is at our website at chemicalfreebody.com. There's a podcast link there, but my podcast is called The Health Hero Show. And it's on all major platforms. But if you go to the site and if anybody wants to try some of our detox and nutrition products, which we totally welcome you to, because I've never said this before. I don't want to toot my own horn, but like I want to be at the top of the pyramid when it comes to supplementation. I've already helped 12 other companies get their shit together because they don't even know what they're doing, even though they're good people. I have Dr. Scott Treadway, one of the top formulators in the world, supplement formulators on staff with me. And I'm one of the only companies out of the 17 that pay him a lot of money that allow him to do exactly what he wants to do without having to switch and put a toxic chemical in for this or that because it's more profitable. So all of our stuff is naturally occurring food, concentrates, and herbs. Ayurvedic approach, 10,000 years of Ayurvedic system science uh, in biological systems. It's amazing what happens when you put the right things in the right body at the right time. That's what happens. So if anybody wants to do that, we have a lot of stuff, so it's confusing. I would say go to the website at chemicalfreebody.com, go to the products tab, and scroll down to savings bundles. That way you can get a discount and you can start off like if you just want to stick your toes in the water, we have a little jumpstart bundle or you could do what I do on a monthly basis, which is called the Total Energy and Detox Bundle. And I also take our new Breakthrough Turmeric product. So that's what I do. Or you could pick something in between, something that resonates with you, fits your budget. And then at checkout, I'll show you how to get a double discount. Type in Sense of Soul at checkout and you get an additional 5% off. Sense of Soul. So you get a double discount 
and we have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products because I know they're going to work for 98% of you up the middle. Now, for the small percentage that something might not work because you have an allergic reaction or whatever, we will refund your money. But more importantly, get on the phone with me or one of our other coaches and we will find a different product, whether it's one of ours or even a different company's solution for you because our products are just part of the toolkit. They're not all of it. There's a lot more to this. But these are like, we've developed these so they're, they're like clinics in a box. We can just ship them to you. For those that don't have the time, money, or energy to go to like a Hippocrates Health Institute, this is as close as you're going to get to that. And I built all the products for me. I built them for me. One by one, I have a problem. I, and as soon as we have the money, I build, build the fix for me. And we've just shared that with our clients over the last 11 years. So that's what we're all about. We really want to encourage and promote people to take self-responsibility, self-healing, become your own doctor. And you'd be surprised how far you can go when you get on the right track. And now it's time for Break That Shit Down. I would just say put yourself first. That's, that's the most important thing. Make your health a priority. Make yourself a priority. Because, like, again, if you want to be a good example for the kids, it's monkey see, monkey do. So don't wait. Don't put yourself last to trying to take care of everybody else until you run yourself ragged and then a wheel falls off. And then you go into a broken system that's not going to help you. It's not going to most likely help you that much. So put yourself first, get ahead of the game, boost your immune system, get strong, get strong emotionally, lose the bras, you know, wake up and feel good. That's the goal for everybody that we touch. We want you to wake up and feel good. And if you're not waking up and feel good, why not? Why not? Creation doesn't make mistakes. You deserve to be happy. Don't let anybody in your life tell you you're not. And the worst enemy that you have, go look in the mirror. And as soon as you make peace with that person, things are going to start changing for you. As soon as you start looking in the mirror and you can start really loving that person, really, truly loving that person, and then start taking action. Nothing happens. Everything that I talked about here today, it's all theory. There's a bunch of stuff. But find the one thing that resonated with you the most and, and freaking go do it. Go take action on it and, and see how it works and see if it's something that would work into your lifestyle. I love that you incorporate the two most important things to sense of soul, and that is awareness and self-love. We really appreciate you sharing your wisdom and knowledge, and thanks for coming on. Well, thank you, listeners, and thank you, ladies, for having me. I really appreciate our time together. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.